Did you hear something? No. Hmm. Did I? I don't know. I'm going to let you in on a secret, which you're probably not going to remember, and that's why I feel good about sharing it with you. Um, it has worked out that more often than not, Simpsons time falls exactly at 1.18 p.m. And 1.18 is also my birthday, so I have now made it a point for it to, like, to, to make it fall on that time. Uh, because I feel like it's good luck. <laughs> Thus ends my uh, exposure of my own craziness for this afternoon. Hopefully. Episode number 62. A stone-cold classic from season four is called Homer the Heretic, written by the amazing, the super-estimable George Meyer, who has also written other very funny and also slightly poignant Simpsons, especially uh, in the beginning not in the very beginning, but, you know, around this time, seasons three, four. Um, it's one of those surreal Simpsons episodes, of which there have been many now. There tend to be one or two a season that go a little bit outside um, the Simpsons world. Uh, but of those, this stays inside the Simpsons world pretty effectively and the flights of fancy really only come once in a while and I don't know there's just something about this episode that to me feels removed slightly uh, from the Simpsons canon for, for a couple of reasons This was the first episode animated by Film Roman. Uh, up until that point, they had been using Klasky Chupo. Uh, Film Roman was like a little bit more uptown, and they continue to use them now, I believe, unless I'm much mistaken. But you can tell that um, the animators there had not yet gotten used to completely to drawing the Simpsons and, uh, you know, working in that language. And I think that contributes to the slight removal feel of Homer the Heretic. This, of course, is the episode where Homer refuses to go to church which results in it being the best day of his life, and then he decides to start his own religion and never go to church again. And um, that is very dismaying to the rest of the town, and especially to Marge. And, you know, it really goes deep into the philosophy 
of Homer and, you know, Homer's emotions and thoughts, which I always really like. Um, and it functions almost as a little bit of a parable. I'm sure Meyer did not, and the Simpsons writers did not intend it to be a moralistic thing, but I could see, you know, people who really are religious actually picking this up and um, using it in sermons and so forth. Because uh, Homer's life is saved at the end by the people who do practice religion. Um, and the reason why his life had to be saved was because he set the house on fire during his non-worshipful time. Um, yeah, the animation looks a little bit more like Garfield specials, which is what Film Roman did up until this point before they were given the Simpsons contract. Um, it's sort of very crisp that, and you can see more detail than you're used to seeing in like the backgrounds of things and people's faces, you know, occasionally have like more lines and crisper lines and stuff. It's almost like having taken acid and, you know, being on acid for that first half hour before you start to hallucinate, but everything looks a little bit better. Um, yeah, Homer has decided to be his own religion. Oh, I should mention how the episode starts, which is genius as Homer as a fetus um, <laughs> being, you know, ripped from the womb. And we see very soon that that's a dream and he's actually just being ripped from bed and being forced to go to church on a very cold, snowy day. We cut to a polar bear going through the garbage, which I think is great. Um, very cool that it is a snowy cold day and it's not Christmas, you know, like you very rarely in TV see it snowing outside unless it's Christmas. So I think that's a good way in which the Simpsons sets itself apart. Mr. Plow is another good example of that. Yeah, and Homer really encounters a lot of different religiousness that he rejects. Um, Krusty comes to the door soliciting donations for the Jewish clowns that were injured. Is this a religious thing, he asks. A religious clown thing, yes, Krusty replies. Uh, and has the door slammed on his face immediately. Um... And the Quickie Mart is visited. Uh, Apu explains that in the employee lounge, which is just like a broom closet with a mop in it, uh, there's a shrine to Ganesh. And Homer offers him a peanut. Please do not give my god a peanut. Ganesh is the elephant-headed god in Hinduism. FYI. Um, some very cute, very funny little, like, freeze-frame jokes when Homer is in his underpants <laughs> with the heat turned all the way up. He's reading Play Dude, and I think it's supposed to be an old Playboy, you know, like, it's supposed to be one from 
the 70s or the 60s or something. And he says there's an interview with Lorne Michaels, so it can't be that far back. But um, underneath the head, like in the little bottom right corner of the Play Dude cover, you see, Don't Laugh, It's a Car from Japan, which I love. I think that's very funny. Um, when Flanders is rushing to his aid as part of the volunteer fire troop. Um, I like the sort of gymnastic jump that he does out the window, bounces off the mattress, which is what happened to He threw Homer out of the window so that he could land safely on the mattress, but he bounced off of it and went back into the burning building and was unconscious, so Flanders had to follow him. I thought that was a funny piece of animation. Um, I think it's funny that Chief Wiggum is part of the volunteer fire troop, like he doesn't have anything else to do in the town, uh, and that is never mentioned. God is in this episode. This is the first time we see the Simpsons sort of received image of God as it's become. Um, he's a person with a very long white beard and flowing robes who's too big for you to see his head, which I think is a very clever way of depicting it. And interestingly, he has five fingers. So I'm pretty sure what they're trying to say with him having five fingers is that this is not the god of Springfield. This is God. You know, this is everyone's God. Um, begs the question now, uh, well, so then why is like Elton John drawn as having four fingers and not five? He's a real person. Um, I don't want to get into that. I think, I think it's very interesting and proper that they animate God with five fingers instead of four. Really though, the joy of this episode, the entire reason why this is one of my favorite episodes is the beginning when Homer doesn't have to go to church, all the things that he does. Uh, the older I get, the more I realize that I may have been a lot like Lisa when I was a kid, but I'm so much like Homer now. And if I don't have to do something, I just take so much pleasure in doing nothing, you know, just like he does. Like he whizzes with the door open. Um, he listens to his waterproof radio and uh, answers back to it by saying, bet you bet you're sweet. Looks back and forth. Ass! <laughs> like, says the word ass. This, of course, is like in an era when Homer would have been saying, you bet you're sweet patootie, you know, and that even was supposed to be funny, but... I laugh out loud every time he says ass like that. Um, he's watching the Three Stooges and says to himself, Mo is their leader. That's exactly the kind of thing that I say when watching certain TV shows, including The Simpsons, but, you know, like other sitcoms, just like, oh, no. Why Why does Peter Tork cry now? He, he's always crying. You know, like, and it's amusing to just watch TV. He's, he finds a penny at the end that cements uh, that day's status as the best day of his life. And that is actually similar to when he finds a peanut later in the series and rhapsodizes about it. 
but I think we Simpsons fans are so much like Homer. You know, that's why we love the series so much. Laziness is not just pleasurable, it's crucial to happiness. All right. If you love this episode, you will probably understand why I'm going to play this song next. Thank you for listening to Simpsons Time. Flickering shadows of love on her blind She was my woman As she deceived me I watched and went out of my mind My, 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 my Delilah Oh boy Um Thank you for listening to Simpsons Time. My name is Amanda Nazario, and I look forward to talking to you again next week about The Simpsons here on Simpsons Time Through the Debigulator. Uh, I am legally not allowed to play the rest of the song. I wish I could. Um... If you would like to hear more music played by me, you can listen to my Wednesday radio show, Nazario Scenario, which is found on WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio alternate web stream. Um, go to WFMU.org slash playlists slash A-N. That's all for me. I'm out.